0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner is Charlie Daggs, okay? He was a middle manager at a manufacturing company. He wants to break free and he won the $100 I give out every Monday. For your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, you guys hear from Silicon Valley's first venture capitalist, Tim Draper. He's raised over $10 billion with a B. He invested early on in Elon Musk. He was the first investor in Skype, and now he wants to split up California into six pieces. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning to everybody. I'm here with my hands wrapped around my tea in studio, and you're going to love our guest today. His name is Scott Volker. He was so upset that there wasn't more information online about being an Amazon FBA seller, so he launched his own podcast around the subject, is doing so well, he just crossed $307,000 in units sold, again, via Amazon, so we're going to jump into that. Scott, I'm excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready to go straight to the top, Let's do this, baby. So Amazon, this seems like a big behemoth. It's possible to make money?
1: Yeah, it it totally is. And I've been in business uh, in all different various businesses, and this has definitely been the easiest. It requires work, but it has definitely been the fastest growth.
0: So tell me about the first sale you made on Amazon, then we're going to fast forward to today. Yeah. The first
1: sale was October 22nd, 2014. <laughs> you studied your stuff. Dude, man, I, I tell you, I, I, will never forget that day because that was the day that the first sale started coming in and I started running the process because it really is a process. Um, you know, there's other forms of selling on, on, uh, Amazon. Mine is using private labeling items. There's a difference between uh, retail arbitrage, which some people are doing, which is kind of like, you're almost like garage selling in a sense, or you're going and finding some closeouts. And then from there you're, you're trying to resell them and you can do that. It's just becoming harder because you're competing with other people. Give doing me a that.
0: real, give me a real example of retail arbitrage. Is it like a flashlight model? The same manufacturer produces yep. in China?
1: Yep. Well, no, that, uh, yeah. If, if you go, if you go to retail arbitrage, you go to like Rite Aid, CVS, Walgreens, whatever you find the closeouts, right? They're, they're giving away for like 70% off or something. Uh-huh. You find that exact brand. You go, you list it on Amazon. You sell it for regular price. You make the difference. Oh, interesting. That's, that's retail ARB. Retail ARB, the problem with that is once those ten units are gone that you found in in a in a closeout bay or whatever, right? In a in a bin, you gotta go find ten more or you gotta find another product. So it's not sustainable. No. So well you just, you're gonna be a slave to going out and finding those those things, right? But with, with private labeling, you find a product that's selling well, you create your own version of that, you you sell that, you just reorder. What was your first one? The the first product?
0: Yeah, that you that you did.
1: Well, I, I, we never, that's one thing we do. We never disclose our Amazon private labelers. I don't know any private labeler that will, oh, okay. but I will, but, but I, yeah, it's, it's kind of like taboo to do that because what happens with that, it's almost like when you were doing niche sites years ago, people would jump on it and try to take you down. It's very competitive. Um, especially in the supplement space, if you're selling supplements, um, it, it's really, uh, it's really competitive and cutthroat. What space
0: uh, are you in in general? It's pretty much in the health and fitness. Okay, got it.
1: Yeah, so health and fitness is is like, you know, and again, it's that you got all of my, I've got a lot of buddies now in the spaces of all, they're all over the map. I mean, you got kitchen, um, you know, you've got pet, you know, pet market, you've got all different categories. So you can sell stuff in any category. Um, really, there's volume running through all of them. Um, you know, in particular. But my first sale, um, you know, was October 22nd, 2014. I'll never forget it. And it started slow, you know, but I ran the process and the process, and we can kind of cover that real quick if you want. Let's do it. Yeah. The, the, the process is simple. You go out there, you find other um, sellers that are selling similar products. You look at the sales data by looking at what they have a, B, a BSR number. It's a best seller number. Amazon gives all of these a rank. So it's similar to Kindle books. So that, they, they wait, give, is
0: that BSR just on literally like the Amazon buy page? Yeah. It's on their listing. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah so so if you're ranking like, let's say in beauty, if, if you have a rank of like uh, 3,500,
1: you might be selling 18 or 20 a day.
0: Okay. How do you know that? Like, let's okay. say the top tribe yeah. goes and reverses engineer this. They find one that's ranking at 300. How do you tie the ranking to the volume unit sold per day?
1: Yeah. Well, it, the there's a couple different ways you can do it. the The way that I did it in the beginning because they didn't have tools. They have some tools now. But the way that you do it is you can just do the 999 trick. And what that is is you go you go to that person's uh, that. The competitor, you go to their page, you type in that you want to order 999 units. Okay, you can't say a thousand; it's got to be 999. You do that, then, and let's say you do this at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. You go ahead and you go, okay, I want to order 999 units. You add it to your cart. It's going to say either that yes, they have 999 units, or most of the time, it's going to say there's only 350 in stock. You come back the next day at 12 o'clock, the same exact time. You do the exact same thing. And it's going to say they've got 325 units. So now you know that they've got 25 units that they sold in a day. Genius. And then, and then you can say, oh, wow, wait a minute here. Uh, their BSR was 1,500 yesterday. Well, if, if I if I find BSRs around 1,500, I know that they're selling 25 a day.
0: Oh my, top tribe, isn't this guy good? I mean, holy <laughs> mackerel. This that one tip, Scott, makes like literally like the whole seven seven weeks of upcoming episodes totally worth it. Yeah, okay, right. I want to find an example of this BSR number though because I am on, I just went to Amazon, I typed in lipstick. I'm looking at this pink lipstick. Where do yep. I go on the page to get that yeah, number? Yeah, just
1: scroll down to where the description is and you'll okay. see it right around
0: the description box. Interesting, okay.
1: Yeah, and you'll see it'll be BSR, bestseller Rank, and it'll usually have a few categories. You'll have one category will be the top, that's beauty, let's say, and then the next one below that might be beauty slash, you know, containers slash, you know, something else. It's like a sub, sub, sub category.
0: Okay, and the higher the BSR, like the actually the closer to zero the BSR is the better.
1: Yeah. Well, yes, the but more here's it's my selling. Th- yes, so but it's more here, competitive. Yeah, but here's my thing. I don't like going after the lower ones like that or the, the ones that are almost What's your sweet spot? What range do you go after? Where it's my, not compared to competitive, my sweet too spot competitive is selling, and... I like to find products I can sell at least ten
0: units a day. So what BSR range is that?
1: Well, it depends on the category. Again, like oh, if, okay. if, if, if if you're in beauty, you might find that a BSR of three thousand is ten units a day. You may go to pets and uh let's say that, you know, a thousand is ten units a
0: day. Because right? there's see. different sales volumes running through the best uh, the best seller ranks. Okay. And just get again, top tribe, BSR means best seller rank. So Scott, break, break down over the past 12 months yep. across all of your niches you're selling through, again, just through Amazon, how much have you sold? How much have you uh, on t- top line? So net revenue. Gross well, revenue, net, gross yeah. revenue.
1: Sorry, gross gross net revenue is three hundred and seven thousand, and I'm right now I'm about averaging about thirty eight
0: percent margin on that. Okay, so thirty eight percent margin. So about what 114
1: is one hundred fourteen grand?
0: Yeah. So so again, three hundred seven grand top line sales. You're spending about two hundred grand on actually fulfilling the goods, making them whatever, working with your manufacturers, and then you're pocketing about a hundred grand from that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. And what do you do with that hundred grand? Do you invest it somewhere else or what do you do with it? What's your plan money you go towards Well, the, the, the plan
1: right now is to reinvest back into that business and build out the product line. That's the other thing that I would stress anyone listening that's getting into this. I wouldn't go into multiple niches right off the bat. I would get a product line. So this way here you can cross promote your, your products with inside of Amazon. They're a marketing genius themselves. So why not use the tools that they give you? They're going to cross promote for you. So if you have, you know, if you have lipstick, but then you have a lipstick, uh, con, you know, holder or container or, you know, whatever that women use for lipstick. Um, you know, you, you would add that or lipstick bag, right? You would add those three to your product line and it's going to be easier for you to take that unit, that, that product that's only selling 10 units a day. And then you can have that start selling 15 a day because the lipstick bag is going to also show your
0: lipstick. I see. And it's also going to increase your average cart, your average cart checkout price. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So that's my, my, my whole thing is, is building a brand. So you're building a brand around a market. So, and I tell people, don't go after just a product, go after a market and then serve that market. And then you can start rolling out additional products. So that hundred grand that we talked about, I'm taking a majority of that I'm reinvesting back into other product lines because here's the thing. It's kind of like website flipping. You know, people don't think about this, but you can exit out of an Amazon business. Let's say that, uh, right now that I can say netted,
0: you this know, is 100- all legal Scott, right? Amazon oh, yeah. has no issues with this. Oh, no, no, okay. absolutely. Just making sure. You
1: know, yes. Yeah, so you, you, you let us just say that you're netting ten thousand dollars a month. You know, you can sell that business at twenty x that net, right? So you can find someone that maybe doesn't want to go through all of the startup phases, and they want to buy the this. net, not gross. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. two hundred grand. Yep, yep. So you can Eight. sell that business for two hundred grand, and you know you can cash out if you want to.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how how the modeling and that kind of business works compared to, you know, I had a guy on earlier in the show. He is with a company called uh, Teachable. His name is Ankur Nagpal. Episode one seventeen. You know, they're doing like one hundred and fifty k top line top line. Per month right now. So multiply that out for the year. You know, they're doing about 1.7 million, you know, annually. He's about to get it. Well, he thinks he's about to get a valuation of $30 million in terms of the venture capital round. So it's always interesting to me to compare valuations like you just described with the physical products versus, you know, these software businesses. Do you ever wonder like, shit, I wonder if I should put this hundred grand to some other higher profile, higher return, you know, asset.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I do. And again, this isn't my sole business. So it's like, you know, it's it's part of uh, one of my revenue streams. But yeah, I, there, there will come a time when you're going to want to stop rolling money back in and then just start cashing out. But, um, it, you know, right now it's been a year. It's young to me, you know, so it's, I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of times you start a business and you're not going to pull any money for three years. Yep. Um, so it, it's, it, that's my mindset. If you're going into this business to just make some extra money, I would say probably go down the retail arbitrage. Got you know? it
0: go in, cash out, go out, you know, go in, cash out. Well, guys, again, I will link to an example of this BSR ratio Scott's talking about, along with, again, how all the numbers he's articulating in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 128, again, forward slash the top episode 128. Scott, give me a a percentage breakdown real quick. What percentage of, of your total revenue from all your business lines is coming from actually selling on Amazon versus teaching people how to sell on Amazon?
1: I mean, at at this point, it's it's really, I guess, in its infancy. But I would say probably, well, I've got other businesses too. I'd say twenty five percent. Twenty five percent comes from selling on Amazon. The rest comes through teaching. Uh, Well, not just well, teaching in other areas too. Not just teaching on Amazon. You know what I mean? Like I've got other other uh, information products that I do as well. Like what? Um, I'm in the photography space as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. My, my wife and I were photographers for years and we started teaching that. That's how I got my, my entryway into the online space.
0: Okay. Got it. So again, if you're doing, so if you're doing 25% on Amazon and that comes out to about a hundred grand, that means you're doing what? 300, 400 grand in the photography business. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. In, in that, in combined with now teaching, you know, I'm teaching the, the Amazon stuff. I have a class on that as well. Um, they've got some affiliate stuff going
0: on there as well. So, so Yeah. Tell- Tell me that story real quick, if you don't mind, because I think what you articulated was interesting. The reason I, I want to dig here, Scott, is because there are so many fake people out there. They mm. make like a dollar selling on Amazon and they think, oh, you know, I'm just going to go teach this now. I love the fact that you're actually doing it on Amazon in a scalable way. And then you said, let me go teach people. So yeah. I want to I really pull this story out as an example for the top tribe to mimic. So what, when did you decide that you should maybe launch a course on this stuff? Well, it
1: wasn't until I I launched the podcast, uh, February, 2015. And, um, I did it because I wanted to reach other people that were interested in this, but also that like-minded people and that could help me grow. Mm -hmm. And I I always learn better by teaching. So, um, I, you know, I did that. And then I think I did 50 episodes before even thinking about any type of monetization, because then people were asking me to personally coach them. They were asking me if I would do a mastermind. They were asking me if I could do a class. And then that's where I got the idea to ask my audience. And that's what I did. I asked the audience what they wanted. They wanted a class, a and all that stuff. And uh, and they wanted to add a, an affordable price, not a $5,000 price tag. So I said, you know, let me look into this. So I did, I pulled them. And then that's where I got the idea to create that. So it was after like 50, 60 episodes before I even decided to do it. And I had no idea when I started the podcast, that's what I was going to do. So I started the Amazon business for revenue stream, right? Yep. And I still have that. And I, I'm actually in the process of also launching another brand with another partner now. So it's like, I've got the
0: knowledge now. Now it's just a matter of time. Were you doing right? photography before Amazon? Oh yeah. So did you find like, like a little widget, like a little camera stand or something? Was that like the first niche you were in on Amazon?
1: No. Well, it's funny. My, my first uh, bout with Amazon really was, um, I was selling, this is before I even knew about F or FBA or any of that stuff was I was selling like digital, uh, downloads, like uh, templates for like cards, like for wedding cards and stuff like that. I was selling those Printables. on a DVD. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that you could download and then use those templates and then print them. Yeah. Super high margin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so that was part of it because we were in that space. But I mean, we same thing with the photography space. We built our photography business into a six-figure business, my wife and I, for a local photography, family photography business. We did that for six years. And then I started thinking about selling my information online. And that's what I did. And then, you know, started selling that. So I did it, I do it, then I teach it. I right? love and then it. then I charge for it.
0: I love it, I love it, I love it. Scott, um, again, we'll link to all this in the show notes at nathanlackett.com forward slash the top one two. Eight. Just to be clear, again, to re-articulate Top Tribe, Scott is now, Scott, in the last 12 months, you did three three 307 grand top line, right? Yeah. Great, 307 top line, just on his Amazon business, 100 grand net, he's got a bunch of other hugely successful businesses. Scott, if people wanna follow you online, where can they do that? I would just uh, direct them over to my podcast, meettheamazingseller.com. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter, 703-431-2709. Top Drive, one of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is Growth Geeks. It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. Theamazingseller.com. Okay, Scott, we are about to get into my favorite part of the show. You know what's next? Yeah, I do, and I'm kind of prepared. Come on, give me your best (laughs) guess. You know what it's called? Pressure's on.
1: Uh, The speed round. Come on, Mr. Amazon. Give
0: me another (laughs) guess. It's time for the famous five, Scott. Are you ready? Oh, that's right. The famous (laughs) five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I knew that. (laughs) Bullshit. Okay. Number one, Scott, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book is Crush It, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary V. Very good. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? There isn't a CEO, but I do follow Pat Flynn pretty closely. Okay. Smart Paths of Income. Number three, Scott, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? Um, I would say right
1: now my, my favorite app, um, online, I guess business app you're talking then, right?
0: Yep. Yep. Like for me, mine is this thing called growth geeks. It's basically like freelancer, except for people I can hire on an hourly basis to do like content or growth related things for me. That's my favorite tool right now.
1: Yeah. I, I would say my, my biggest one, it's going to be a really, uh, really simple one is uh, Google docs. I yep. mean, I, that's the one I'm using like all the time now. And hey, I haven't used it till it's full potential, but until up till just a few weeks ago,
0: actually. There, there you have it. Now, Scott, what's your situation? Are you married? Single? Do you have kids? Yeah.
1: Married 21 years, uh, wow. three, three kids, ages from seven, 17 and
0: 20. Wow. Okay. So yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Absolutely not. How many do you get? Uh, I get about seven. Okay. Not so bad. All Depends. right. If I'm doing something major, I'll get six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number five here, the famous five, Scott, how old are you? I am 43. Okay. Take us back 23 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? I
1: wish that that 20-year-old kid at the time knew that uh, you, you need to trust your gut and you need to understand that fear is probably an indicator that you should do something.
0: Fear is an indicator that you should do something. Scott, I love that. From launching your photography business such so long ago into a six-figure business to jumping on Amazon, doing 307 grand top line over the past 12 months and launching a hugely successful coaching program, Scott, thank you for taking us to the top. No
1: problem. Thank you for having me. You
0: bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. Yesterday, you guys heard from Nyland McBain. She buried 10 grand under a rose bush and will do 1 million plus in 2016. Go check that episode out now.